0: Garner and you're listening to the solo Nerdwrit Podcast. Today I'll be speaking with the co-creators of Rays Comics, a Horror and Action Adventure, Sam Willis and Trey Prim, here to promote the upcoming Kickstarter for the Comics fifth issue. Welcome, Sam. Welcome, Trey.
1: Hey, thanks for having us. How's it going?
0: It's all right, but um uh, outside my introduction. Who is Sam Willis and Trey Prem in pretty much your own words?
1: Um <laughs> it's kind of uh a mixed bag i would say uh we're we're uh kind of normal people uh but we obviously like the we like uh storytelling and we like you know humor we like horror obviously uh we like action adventures so on my end just a mixed bag just like to have fun and obviously get a laugh out of someone
2: i was phil's question talking about myself so uh <laughs> i'm just the guy who likes to uh write stories and i i draw here and there <laughs>
0: uh huh so what is Ray's the Series about? Um, so
1: to put, it, to put it kind of easy and simple, it's pretty much a deadly virus that has hit, hit the States pretty hard. Um, you'll kind of see in issue one, it kind of starts with a blend of characters. And one of our main characters is actually born with a rare condition. And you're going to kind of see how that plays out and uh, the twists and turns that uh, we're going to kind of go through in this story.
0: Okay, so what should readers expect? I guess returning readers should expect in uh, issue five that's coming up on the Kickstarter.
1: Um, I definitely think that this issue is definitely going to be. Uh, it's going to be up there as uh, a horror aspect of it. Uh, a lot of these issues, I would say, issue one was very horror forward, and I would say two through four was very character centric. As you kind of go through the issues, we try to explain who these people are, what makes them tick, how they think, um, and I think issue five um, is just kind of coming out of the gate uh, really strong and really fast.
0: Uh huh. So, can either of you uh, elaborate on your creative process on Rays as a whole? So. I guess whomever came up with the idea, how like it was a, just a thought in your head to working it out as a complete work, and then I guess finding each other and like what it was your role as you know contributing to this collaborative effort for raise the series. Trey, you want to take this one? Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so I guess the the gist of it is we are very good at straying away from the point. We digress a lot, uh, so it really was just one day we were hanging out and he had this idea, you know, what if zombies could do X, you know, and from there we just kind of digressed from that one idea and then it was like, all right, then we just kept adding another one, then another one, and another one, and eventually it digressed into what you see right now, uh, and I would say our process is, is still a lot of bit of of that, you know, we still have ideas that we kind of say, you know, we we stray from the point and say, all right, well, this would be good. This would be good. But um, I, I just say this answer the question that's as simple as I can is it's just a lot of like uh, bouncing ideas back and forward, you know? Uh
0: huh. So I guess how difficult or if it was the world building for Ray's, like, how did you manage to create a world that is totally your own and integrate your influences in there if there weren't any influences? but maintain that raise is your your guys's world and not someone else's, especially it being like this pandemic epidemic type of theme, especially what we're living in now. And then, you know, you have, I guess, there's TV shows and, and movies of the same thing. And like I said, I don't know where you all got your influences from, but like, how did you maintain that this is your world and not someone else's
2: Layers. It's a lot of layers to, to world building. Um, you know, that's that's what really differentiates one piece of work to me from another. So they can still be in the same genre, but how many layers do they have to that genre? You know, what what aspects of, of the little things is different from another story? Um, I'd say our influences, as any other creator, they, they do take from a number of influences. So we were very big gamers when when we first started this project so a lot of the games and horror games and movies we kind of inspired us to start it but along the way as i said just adding more and more in-depth layers that are, are a bit different than other things i think mm-hmm. once you do that that's how you effectively world build
0: uh uh-huh. so what were i guess what were your influences i guess it, should I put it out there, Last of Us, since you guys were gamers, maybe? Yeah, like, so any- even
1: even before that was Left for Dead, so we kind of, uh-huh. like, really leaned on that game, I would say. And then, obviously, Last of Us, but, like, we're middle school best friends, so we started this in, like, eighth grade, and we kind of just started writing away, and then it kind of took a, a life of its own as we went through the years.
0: Uh-huh. So, I was looking at some of the previous issues on, I guess, Global Comics, and it's like all pretty much in like shades of like black and gray. So mm-hmm. what was that decision made from? Is that like a financial decision? Was that more of just like an aesthetic thing or made like a skill thing? Where did that come from?
1: So that was kind of like a, a mix of both, I would say, because uh-huh. when we were going through this and like, you know, uh, issue one took a little bit to get off the ground at first. So we... Like, originally, we were planning on doing it in color, and then we saw it in color, and it kind of took away from the horror aspect, because we wanted that to be kind of like the front and centerpiece of Rays. Like, yes, it can have romance, it can have mystery, it can have action and adventure, but it is a horror, you know, story at the very core of it. Um, So as we went through issue one, we kind of figured out, okay, we wanted to have, like, uh, we want to have it kind of black and gray scale, and then... As we kind of move further in these issues, you can kind of see we pulled a little bit back on some of the, I would say, making it as colorful. Um, Mm -hmm. I know, like, for us, a big influence was always manga and like reading mangas growing up. So like when we were doing it, it's kind of like that was a big inspiration. And we're like, we can add these gray tones, but we didn't want to go overboard with it where it felt like it was still like in color even though it was just gray so we kind of wanted to do certain things that allowed us to go in the black and gray scale but where it made sense Mm -hmm. um issue four is one of my favorite visually that we've come out with thus far just because you know trey killed it he did most of the coloring like there's a scene where there's a sick guy on the couch and one of our characters ashley is just has like a flashlight and you can like see the darkness in the room like we wanted to paint like it's like seven you know it's six or seven o'clock you know it's almost night time you know the sun's going down you can barely see in this room and you can kind of see like the white flashes on the flashlight you know so it's kind of like incorporating horror but also not feeling like it has color it has color when it's necessary you know
0: uh-huh so I guess, what advice could both of you offer to someone um, that you wish someone had told you when you first started? So it can be just in comments in general, it can be when you first started, raise issue one all the way till now. So like, what advice could you share for others?
2: Um, I guess my advice would be don't overthink it. And most importantly, you just got to do it. You know, a, a lot of times, um, as people who are first getting into things, we tend to overthink the steps it's going to take and it has to be perfect, you know, right out of the gate, the perfection and the, and the skill comes in time. It's something you have to work at. It's something that we're still working at. Um, you know, people do come up to us and they ask, you know, how do I get started? And and a lot of times I'm just like, dude, I'm still kind of figuring this out myself, (laughs) but it's, it's definitely kind of a trial and error. And just, just the more you do it, the better you're going to get, and that's that's the best advice I can possibly give
0: Sam uh, what about you
1: yeah I mean I would second that and I would uh I would go to as far and he and he's had to deal with this on his side is like take taking a taking a breather calming down like it's gonna work <laughs> out It it's not gonna be done overnight take it step by step because like a lot of people don't realize like you know, you'll skim through a book and and you're not even realizing how many pages there are and how many months that it took to get someone to create that. I think it's, it's, you know, it's day by day, like just, you know, setting your daily goals or setting your weekly goals, like, okay, I can do this this week. I can do this next week. I can do this the week after and really Mm -hmm. just taking it slow and not overwhelming yourself to the point where like, you're just gonna, you're just going to work yourself up into a corner. And, and I do that all the time. So I'm speaking from experience. You yeah. just got to sometimes breathe and be like, it's okay. Your project is going to, it's going to work. It's going to get out there. You just need to take it step by step. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: To, add, to add to what he's saying, as somebody who taught themselves to draw for this book, because I, I, I doodled before, I couldn't I couldn't draw that well. Um, And I had those moments where I'm like, this just needs to be good. It needs to be good right now. And it would never come. It would never come. And I'm just like, wow, can I not do this? But (laughs) uh, as as I kept going, I'm like, you know, it's not something that's going to just click with you. You're not even going to realize that point where you're getting better or the progress you make. So I'd say also less comparing yourself to other pieces of work, but compare yourself to where you were yesterday and the day before that. Uh
0: huh. Well, to follow up with, I guess with this question and you guys' answers throughout the whole process, I guess when it ever got overwhelming, um, did it ever become too much? Or like, how do you all typically manage your mental well-being? I guess when you do work yourself up into a corner, when you really feel like it's not uh, you're not producing the the work you believe you could at the best of your ability, at least not right now, you're not. So like, how do you manage, I guess, yourself mentally when you get to that state?
1: Um, I think ugh, it's, it's a lot of working yourself up because we've, I mean, the creative process, especially with like your best friend is there's nights where we'll argue for 45 minutes and we'll just both look at each other like nothing is getting done tonight. We need to just go to bed and wake up fresh and just start again to the next day. You know, sometimes the answers aren't right in front of you. Sometimes it takes a day. Sometimes it takes a week. You know, um, you just got to stay on course. I think that that's the best advice because we had problems on issue one because issue one that you see now, like it's something that it took us, it took us a long time to get to that point. Um, issue one, we made an issue one, we looked at it and we're like, yo, this sucks, and we're like we're not putting this out and we threw an entire issue away and we're like let's start over how can we make this simple and cool and people can really dive in on the first issue um so it is sometimes like yes sometimes things happen for a reason sometimes you have to start over and realize okay we could do better or we can make something better and I know I speak on both of our behalfs when we say when we say like it will never be perfect. <laughs> sometimes you just have to walk away and be like okay, this is the best I can give or you're always going to go back and be like ah, oh, I could have done this better. Or I could have done that better. Um, and you're obviously going to be the own critic of your own art and your own story, but sometimes you just got to send it out to the public and just, you know, just see how they
0: react. And Troy, what about you? How do you guess handle your mental well-being when things can be a bit too much
2: um so for me it's I guess a little bit more easy because I I really don't stress many things that I probably should um <laughs> I just said all right this is not working it'll work itself out and that's really just how I attack every situation is you know it'll sort itself out if it does great if it doesn't I guess it doesn't you know so I I don't stress as much about things I just kind of roll with the punches in I hope for the best I guess
0: well you're a lot better than me because I'm, I'm like that now but before you asked me that like a year ago I've been more of like Sam like it's, big, it's becoming a bit much yeah <laughs> well um my last question for you two is what is your idea of success so I ask that because as creators If we're not getting regular paychecks from a full-time job or making consistent revenue from our art, we're considered failures or we're considered ourselves failures. Many of us will put our dreams and projects on the back burner or give them up up altogether because this career path can be highly intimidating and competitive. So what is your idea of quote-unquote success?
1: That's a loaded question, to be quite honest. Um, (laughs) I honestly, from from because we've been producing these issues, it's almost going on three years, I would say, and we're on issue five. Um, the way I would define success is finding your own lane that works. I don't think any amount of money or any amount of clout or any of that, at least to me, it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm we are both in this project because we're passionate and we just want to tell the story. And we just want to be heard, you know, at a certain point, you got to have a giant fan base, obviously. But um, I think what I would measure success in is I'm lucky I get to I get to on a week to week basis, sit down with my creative team, have fun, laugh our asses off, create a really cool story and do something that's a little bit different. And if I can keep doing that for the next 20 years, I can die happy. So that's what I would define as success.
0: And what about you, Troy?
2: Um, success to me, I'll, you know, I'm trying to put this as simple as I can, is peace of mind. Because um, like you said, you know, people in the indie community who have these full-time jobs, they're always working and they're always stressing. I think having a project that you have control over, that you you know you can get done, that you can wake up and do every day, To where it's not stressing you out, something you love to do, and that peace of mind of doing something that you enjoy doing every day without the the hassle of a stressful job or meeting expectations, I think to me, that is success.
0: Okay, well is there anything else that either of you want to touch on about raise uh the fifth issue on the kickstarter that's coming up maybe uh rewards for potential backers or uh, do you know that do you have a date or when it actually is going to go live yeah so it's
1: going it's going live july 1st so we're going to be campaigning all through july um as far as rewards go we got some really cool stuff we've been cooking up and then we have i haven't really shared with anybody um this is issue five. So this is going to be our first Kickstarter that we're actually fully committing to and doing um, all the other issues we were just throwing out to the public. Um, so that being said, I know anytime I ask, have you heard of Ray's comics, I always get the no. So for people who haven't read Ray's comics, you're going to get, you're going to be able to have the chance to catch up on the stuff that you missed. So we're going to be doing digital catch-ups. We're going to be doing uh, physical uh issues for one through five so if you haven't read any of them you're going to get the opportunity to kind of catch up on our story and really dive into uh what we're trying to share with the world
0: and I have like I know I said that was my last question but then I have another one that just popped up (laughs) um how do you all I guess maintain your story because this is the fifth issue and it seems like I don't from what I can tell it it, I mean, everyone has a different title, like the one on the bridge when they were stranded and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I forgot what the other ones are called, I, I apologize, but oh, it's, it's okay. like, how do you, and it's like you've been doing it for the past three years, right, the, as publishing them, so like, how do you maintain the story in the consistency of it? Trey, you want to
2: take this one? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I guess the story is already written. Um, To a to a certain extent, like we have XML already written so far, Um, it does get down to how much can you fit in one issue to where you get you're satisfied as a reader. and It's not too much coming at you at the same time, Mm -hmm. but also enough to leave people interested for the next one. Um, Our storytelling and I like to say this with all all the interviews I've done so far. It's very in the moment. Um, You know, a lot of stories tend to skip over a few things and kind of they want to get to that next part so quickly and there's a lot of good story elements you can do in these small issues i mean our third issue they spent most of the time in a car but you got to learn about the characters about what's going on the, and a little bit of the world so there's a lot you can i don't want to say cram into a few issues but is an opportunity to tell a story every issue that we have um maintaining that is just uh Again, just what comes what comes to mind. And we always try to make sure that each issue, if there's not something happening, what is the theme? What are the what is the reader taking away from this issue as well?
0: Uh-huh. All right. Well, again, I want to thank the co-creators of Ray Comics, a horror action adventure, Sam Willis and Trey Prem for joining us here today to promote the upcoming Kickstarter for the comics fifth issue. I highly recommend our listeners to consider checking it out. Checking out the Kickstarter for a raise when it finally goes live July 1st. All of Sam's and Trey's socials, raise comics website, and Kickstarter will be listed in this episode's details for those who are interested. Again, I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Network podcast. Thank you.